Testing, testing. What's that face for? No, I just, that was a lot louder than I thought it was going to be. It's just, it's just speaking. Maybe you shouldn't speak. All right, fine then, you do it. You do everything. What? <laughs> Hello. What? Okay, you made that float on purpose. Yeah, I did a little bit. Ah! I hate you. So, we are in crunch time. We are, <laughs> we are in crunch time. It is currently December 20th. <laughs> and we have five days to get three episodes done. I think we can do it. I mean, like, I, I don't, think we can do it. I don't. I probably don't even need to watch Diamond Castle. That movie is ingrained into my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch it, though, because I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. But Diamond Castle is one that we know about. Yeah. But anyway, today we are talking about... Where's my phone? We're talking ah! about... Mariposa and her butterfly fairy friends. It's a mouthful. Isn't it just her butterfly friends? Nope. Cause Daisy, they're not just butterflies. They're, they're butterfly but- fairies. Ugh. So this movie was released on DVD on the twenty sixth. Are you a snake? <laughs> <laughs> no one doesn't have a lisp. again this movie was released on dvd on the 26th of february 2008 and on nickelodeon on the 2nd of march 2008 it was directed by conrad helton produced by nancy bennett and luke carroll written by elise allen and the music was by eric colvin (laughs) (laughs) that's mean i'm sorry (laughs) this music isn't bad i know (laughs) you just like feel this kind of I, I feel like me and Arnie Roth are best friends. I think it's I think it's okay to say that. Okay. I mean I don't I think I'm the only one who really appreciates his work properly. I don't think anybody gets it like I do. Okay. That's just me. So this movie had Chiarazani as Mariposa, Tabitha Saint Germain as Willa, Kathleen Barr as Raina, Erin Matthews as Rayla, Nicole Oliver as Hedda. Alessandro Giuliani as Prince Carlos, Kathy Wesselock as Zinzi, Alistair Abel as Lord Gastris, Terry Classen as Skizite 1, Lee Tucker as Skizite 2, Kathy Wesselock as Fairy Speck, Jane Barr as Anemone, Tabitha St. Germain as Coral, Jane Barr as Queen Marabella, and Tabitha St. Germain as Flutter Pixie, and David Kay as the Royal Guard. So... You know how at the end of last podcast... This is really embarrassing <laughs> for me. So, um, I did a whole bit for Bibble at the very end. A, we got an emotional, emotional. An emotional goodbye for my little guy. And then we started Mariposa and her butterfly fairy friends. And here's the first character to show up! Bibble! Fucking Bibble's there! It's Bibble! I'm really close. I'm really close to the microphone. Like, the first thing you see... Is Bibble. Is Bibble! Just flying around, and it was like a whip flash for us. Like, wait, what? We really thought this was like, the Like, we gave a heartfelt and this tearful is, goodbye. This is so embarrassing for me. <laughs> I spent most of fairy, the last Fairytopia episode complaining about Bibble. <sighs> and then, all of a sudden, Alina comes out as well. And she's like, what the hell is happening right now? Listen, I had... Okay, I didn't... I'm. I would say I had a hunch, but the hunch was basically just, like, I was confused <laughs> as to why they did, like, two kind of big franchises, I guess you could say. Like, like Fairy Posa yeah. and Mariposa right Fairy-topia. next. Fairytopia. Fairy-topia <laughs> Fairy-topia and Mariposa right next to each other. So, 
I was like, okay, well, that's weird, but like, whatever. And then Bibble showed up. Bibble. What? But anyway, the movie starts with Bibble, who is making a model of Dizzle and other figures and practicing scripts of conversations to them. Which is so incredibly autistic. That's so autism. The autism coding in this movie is through the roof. Can I move this? If you want to. Why are you doing that? ASMR. You have to listen to that when you edit. <laughs> yeah. You know I hate SMR. ASMR. Yeah, I hate SMR. <laughs> anyway, so Alina comes out and we find out that Bibble is meant to be going to meet Dizzle and meet her friends. But he's getting nervous that he won't fit in with them. To make him feel better, Alina decides to tell him a story about her friend Mariposa. So it's not a Kelly story. It it's is. a Bibble it's story. It's a Bibble story. Which is much better. So it is a movie. It's a movie within a movie. It's a story within a story within a story. <laughs> I mean, I've always seen Fairytopia as in, and it's not like, not like Barbie as Alina. It's like, that is Alina. Okay. That's what I see it like. Okay. <clears throat> so Mariposa is from Flutterfield, a land which is cordoned off from the rest of Fairytopia by their queen, Marabella, who was appointed as their leader after she used her magic to set up lights all around Flutterfield to protect them from the Skeezites, monsters who eat butterfly fairies and are affected by lights. They're also disgusting looking. <laughs> Mariposa and her friend Willa work for Marabella's friends slash attendants, Reina and Rayla, who are really awful and demanding. Mariposa and Willa go to a party with Raina and Rayla to help them in case they need anything. But Mariposa, who doesn't like parties, decides to just stay outside and read her book where she meets a na- A what? (gasps) (laughs) Our mom has obviously just listened to our latest episode that we just put up. Um... (laughs) A violent princess and she messaged saying she's got ladies who lunch stuck in her head. You're welcome, mother. And we also have to do the washing. Yeah. Anyway, Mariposa doesn't like parties, so she decides to just stay outside and read her book. And she meets a man who says his name is Adrian or Aiden. He can't remember which. I'm sorry. Before all that happened, were you about to call him a Nazi? No. (laughs) I just said N instead of M. I was very confused. (laughs) <laughs> no, I was not about to call him a Nazi. <laughs> so anyway, his name is Adrian or Aiden or something like that. We can't remember which. I forgot. And he's also skipping out on the party to just sit outside and read his book. Slay. The next morning, Mariposa wakes up and finds the man she met the night before at her window. She lets him in and he says that he's actually Queen Marabella's son, Prince Carlos, and that his mother is incredibly ill. He thinks that she's been poisoned by Ilios, which everyone else disbelieves, thinking that Ilios is just a myth, but Carlos doesn't know what else it could be. He has a map to the rumoured antidote and gives it to Mariposa since she's the only other person he knows who's ever read a book. That's so sad. (laughs) And his mother's guards are after him and he doesn't think he'll be able to venture out on his own. Were you cleaning in between the keys? Yeah, and I pressed pressed a button though. What just happened? I don't know. Ah! I might have ruined it. 
Ellen did not ruin it. I didn't ruin anything ever in my whole entire life. I only do good. <laughs> ever. Anyway, back to the plot summary. That same day at work, rumours start to spread that Queen Marabella is ill and her son Prince Carlos has been detained for his own safety. Mariposa realises that she's going to have to go out and find the antidote because nobody else has the map. And if the Queen dies, then the lights will go out and the Skeezites will be able to attack Flutterfield. Mariposa sets off on the journey with Reyna and Rayla, who are hoping if they save the Queen, they'll end up betrothed to Carlos. They start to travel according to the map, but then night falls and the Skeezites start to come out. Skeezites? Skeezites? Skeezites. Skeezites start to come out. <laughs> God, you can't remember what a Skeezite is? No, I can't. <laughs> the Skeezites start to chase them, but they escape. However, the Skeezites do eat the map. Mariposa remembers a picture of the sun being on the map and decides they should head east towards the rising sun. They arrive at the Bewilderness, where the flower antidote is meant to be at the very centre, and they meet a flying rabbit called the Zinzi, who leads them to the centre for a packet of fluttercorn. The centre of the Bewilderness has a statue of a mermaid, so the group eats some... It's not the seaweed... It's something else. And Bibble is not happy about that one. No. He is very mad. So they eat some of the stuff to help them breathe underwater and they head off to find mermaids. They meet two mermaids who agree to help them um, in exchange for concho shells, which a group of merbabies are sleeping on. And if you wake a merbaby, they begin to cry so loudly they wake a sea monster. <laughs> Rayla finds some plants and wraps them into the shape of a conch shell. They try to gently swap out the shells, however, they fail and all of the babies start crying and they end up chased by a sea monster. With the help of the two mermaids, they escape from the sea monster and the mermaids give them directions to the Cave of Reflections, which is where they, they say they'll find the antidote. Meanwhile, Willa, after finding a note that Mariposa left saying she's had to leave and to fight Prince Carlos if she wants any more information, heads to the palace where Prince Carlos has been locked in a cage by his mother's head of security. Willa sees the Queen's attendant, Henna, being suspicious, after which she goes to find Carlos and explains that Mariposa sent her. They're interrupted by Marabella's head of security, who Carlos distracts while she grabs the key to the cage. Willa frees Carlos and tells him about Henna, who the two follow to her secret lair where she's conspiring with the Skeezites to kill Queen Marabella, take her place, and let the Skeezites eat a load of butterfly fairies. Back to Mariposa and her crew. They've reached the Cave of Reflections, but find the entrance guarded by Skeezites, but Zinzi manages to trick the Skeezites and they make it through. They make it to the cave, where the reflections start talking to them, being basically the devils on their shoulder. Their inner saboteur, one may say. <laughs> inner saboteur. <laughs> they meet the fairy of the cave, who leads them to different sections, saying each time that someone has to be left behind. Despite the reflections trying to convince them all of their worst aspects, eventually, when they get to the last section, it's decided that Mariposa is the one who deserves to go on. The last section of the cave is filled with stars and Mariposa is told that one star holds the antidote she needs. Mariposa eventually finds the star, which is all by itself, despite her reflection telling her that that star is stupid and useless because it's sad and alone. <laughs> <laughs> but Mariposa says something about how just because it's different to the other stars, it isn't worth any less than the other stars or something. She's I don't know. projecting onto this star hard, basically. Yeah. Anyway, 
Mariposa is presented with a lily flower antidote and gets bigger, sparkly wings. The group heads back to Flutterfield just as Carlos and Willa accuse Hen of trying to kill the Queen and she admits to it and gets the skis out to start attacking everyone. Mariposa gets back with the antidote and cures Queen Marabella, putting all the lights back on and scaring off the skizites who Henna flees with. Queen Marabella presents everyone with their flower crowns to thank them for their help. Mariposa feels accepted. We cut back to Alina and Bibble, where Bibble has decided that he is brave enough to go hang out with Dizzle and her friends. Dizzle turns up, they reunite, it's very cute. And Dizzle's friends turned out to be a bunch of flutter pixies from Flutterfield. The end. What? The Flutter Fairies return! What a twist, really. Daisy fell asleep at the end of the movie, but... I, I um, the first time we watched this movie, I was very sleepy. And, you know, when our parents are home, they don't like to have lights on for some strange reason. And I get very sleepy if there is no lights on. Get sleepy. I get sleepy. Sleepy, <laughs> So, watching this movie, I fell asleep on the couch. And then... Not yesterday night, but the night before. I tried to watch it again, and I fell. As I was falling asleep again. Uh, did you actually ever finish the movie? Yeah, I did finish it. I finished it um, yesterday. Okay. Yesterday morning, I eventually finished it. But yeah, that is the movie. It has a seventy-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and a three point four stars on Letterboxd. There you go. You're welcome for that. Um, so... So, I think when we first started this movie, we both got a bit of whiplash. Oh, it was shocking. Because, again, we said goodbye, we thought this was the end of Fairytopia, and then all of a sudden, Bibble was there. Mm-hmm. And, um, also, Mariposa is voiced by Nori. Yeah. So that was weird as well. I was like, why is Nori's voice coming out of this Barbie-looking character's mouth? Mm-hmm. I did check IMDb though, and it says that Kelly Sheridan is Mariposa in the next movie. I just okay, we're not gonna get into that today. I think that's further proof that like Fairytopia is not Barbie acting; like Fairytopia is real. Mm-hmm. It's real. It's actually through the rainbow <laughs> theory. Fairytopia is real, and nobody's just ever tried. I'm sure some child tried at some point. I know, but like <laughs> scientists, we don't need. This a, is what scientists need to get on. We don't need a child on this case. We need <laughs> a scientist. I don't care about forget going, about global warming. Forget about space. I don't care about going to space. We are going to Fairytopia. It looks great. Well, it's not that great there. Anyway, it looks great there. <laughs> We're just gonna leave out a few people. Actually, here's the thing: I hire a scientist. They get left behind. I'm the only one who goes to Fairytopia. Solutions. Is this going to end up like you're getting fucking Elytra to try and get Marcy's journal? Well, at this point, uh, the Elytra plan is still going to be quicker. Okay, because you have like five people on Tumblr who's up for doing it with you. Um, I can do it by myself. Okay. You don't need a team of Minecrafters. I mean, I'm still up for hiring, you know, Dream and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's good at it, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, um, I was just very confused at the beginning why they didn't just make a brand new universe or just make another Fairytopia movie. I'll talk about why they didn't just make another Fairytopia movie when we get to the end, I think. Mariposa and Willa's relationship. Oh yeah, I like them. Is great. They're really cute. There's like, at the, at the very, very beginning, when we see 
um, Mara Poser for the first time. She's like sitting at the edge of Flutterfield, you know, looking out to the stars and, you know, Willa comes out like, what the hell are you doing here? You're going to get eaten. And then they have this really weird shot and it just focuses on their hands while they... Yeah, and like, and then hands. like, you know, Mara Poser's are like, no, come and sit with me. Look at the stars. She takes her hand. They just spat on me. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Get out. No. You don't know how to work this. Um, it's easy. I talk and then I press done. Which one's done? This one? Yes, well done. Oh, I can do it all on myself. <laughs> can you edit it? Um, probably, yeah. Probably wouldn't take long. Take me like five minutes. I'd leave it at everything. <laughs> and it would just be an hour of us talking. Yeah, well, what? Okay, what are all the other episodes, Daisy? An hour of us sitting in silence? Yes. No! Okay, sorry. Back to, <laughs> but yeah, um, and I like Willa as a character. She's really cool. She's the only. She person. does more than dandelions, though. Yeah, she like um, she, she gets it. She's real. She gets it. She is just. She just wants to like live a quiet life. She does not want big adventures. She just wants to chill and vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, Hena, the villain. What do you think of Hena? I. I think she's cool. Um, there's not really any like big anti-Semitism in this film, which is yeah, fun. which is nice. You know, there's a first time for everything. So, like, I think Hannah's cool, but I just think it's like fairy, like the fairy topia franchise also had this problem, and it went to Mariposa, where they're bad at developing villains. Yeah, this is how I feel about Hannah. Oh God, her voice is good. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite long. So, you know, um, the night where they go to the party with Reyna and Rayla is the very beginning. Then, like, they meet... Um, oh, wait, no, it's when they're heading to work in the morning. They meet Hena, and they're kind of chatting to her. And, you know, Hena's just like, oh, um, Maripola didn't see you at the party last night. And Maripola's just like, yeah. Which, by the way, everyone's it's like everyone's so weird about Maripola not going to parties in this movie. Oh, yeah. It's like, parties are stupid anyways. Yeah. Why do people like parties? There's loud, and there's so many people, and uh yeah and emotionally then, draining and then like you know hannah says to marpoza like oh it's fine i don't i don't really feel like i fit in here sometimes either and then when we see her like making her potion to kill marabella she says what do you do when it's not enough to just be you yeah and it's just like well that's sad mm-hmm. she's just kind of she just seems autistic coded to me same with Mariposa. Every character is autistic coded to me. Yeah. Everyone's autistic in my brain. Yeah, you but cannot like... escape it. Mariposa's coding is like, she doesn't like parties. She doesn't really like people. She just likes to chill by herself with like her one friend. And that's framed as something she has to overcome. It's weird. Which I'm not a big like fan it. of. And it's like, you know, Henna who, again, like I've said before, I'm not against killing monarchs. Go ahead. Live your life. So, like, I don't dislike her for trying to kill Marabella because we've already seen that the realm of Fairytopia is not very kind to people who are differently abled. Okay. <laughs> you I think don't care so. About no, this. no, I do, I do, I do. I just, I think sometimes this is not an attack. This is just. <laughs> I, just I think too much about it. You, you take it a bit too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> a 
don't like taking it seriously. That's what I do. That's what I do. I know, but it's like I always feel so stupid saying it because you're coming in with these big like political <laughs> takes, and I'm like, anyways, here's me talking about a little flying rabbit. <laughs> so but that's your job. That's I your. Know. That, that's what you bring. <laughs> you're not stupid. Am I gonna have to like hype you up and embarrass you? You're not stupid. <laughs> Stop hating yourself. Stop being an Alina. <laughs> I will always be an Alina. But anyway, I feel bad for Hannah because it seems like she just wants to like make this place autistic. Um, yeah, but <laughs> I was reading stuff on the Barbie wiki and it said that Hannah wanted to make everybody in the city her slave. Oh, <laughs> well, I didn't read that stuff on the wiki. This is just me watching the movie. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I was like, at first I was like, wait, I kind of defend her. Like, what, what's she doing wrong? Maybe, maybe, maybe she's right. Like, I thought she I wanted to get know. them all eaten. And then I read, I read, yeah, me too. I was like, I'm just kind of confused. Because like, at first I was like, okay, what's she done wrong when I was first watching the movie? And when I was, set, uh, I was watching the movie for the second time, she was like, I was like, oh, well, she shouldn't try and get the skeezites to eat them because then everyone's going to turn against her. So then I read the wiki about it a bit and it said that she wanted to turn everybody into her slave. And I was like, oh. But like, what, what, then what are the skeezites going to eat? Was she just going to like double cross them? I really don't know. I don't get I don't Hannah's relationship with the skeezites. Neither do I. I mean, maybe she just feels bad for them. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's just like, these guys are hungry. Skeezites gotta eat, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah i don't like that uh, mariposa's character growth is her like moving past her autistic traits and it's like it's only after she's proved herself like proved herself by saving the world that people like her like i don't like that in movies when it's like people are disliked because they're just kind of different and then they save the world and then people like them yeah it's stupid it's stupid and i don't like it people hate autistic people and i think that's very obvious mm-hmm. No, but it's like when she meets um, Carlos for the first time and he just likes to sit outside and read books. It's like, oh my God, Mariposa meets somebody else autistic for yeah. the first time in her life. Isn't that oh, nice? Great. Good for her. Um. Oh, oh, oh my God. Okay. So when they go to the party with Rayla and Reyna, like before they're there, Rayla and Reyna are being so annoying because they're like, we have so many dresses, guys. Oh, what are we going to wear? And then they end up wearing just sparklier versions of the dresses that they <laughs> wear the whole time. And I was like, change your outfit change your outfit oh my god oh my god i can't wait for um fashion fairy tale because i love the fa- the fashion is bad but i love the fashion that movie. <laughs> um there is a black person in this movie oh yeah the queen's um guard and he's the first black person in any of these movies in literally ages mm-hmm. and not ages there was tia that's one <laughs> okay I mean, that's not ages, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. They're, they're 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 few and far between. But the last time we saw one was Tia. Yeah, but he's just kind of like stuck up. And he's an not. Idiot. He's not a villain per se, but he's not a good guy either. Yeah, he's just kind of like he just sit, does what the queen says and not much else. Yeah, and he lock they lock their prince in a cage. He's literally in a cage. Yeah, it was confusing. That is so strange to me. Why is he in a cage? 
And also, this guy, the head of security, he seems very bad at his job. Yeah, because at the very beginning, apparently Prince Carlos is hiding, but he's literally reading outside the castle and everybody is like looking for him. Like, oh my god, guys, where is he? He is sitting outside the castle reading. He's reading a book. He's just, he's just chilling. He's genuinely just vibing. (laughs) (laughs) And then also, it's like, there's the bit where Willa is trying to take the key from him and she's just like sneaking behind him and he That's doesn't notice it. Like, okay, Barbie movies don't go by any logic and I know that it is purely just vibes and it's fun. But like, come on, he had to notice Willa. She's literally just walking <laughs> behind him. She is walking behind him. And making such a fuss about it. She's, oh yeah. It's like, she has no kind of... I don't, know, I don't know what you call it. Sneaking experience. Yeah. And also in that scene, he's like, I only open the door, but only when I'm in this room. And then he leaves the room and forgets to close the door. And then the door is magically closed again. What? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. He's just not very good at this job. These movies continue to fail in the representation category. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I really like how the butterfly fairies are designed i think mm-hmm. they look really cool i like all their outfits um i really i really liked um this movie and magic of the rainbows character designs mm-hmm. i think they're really cool um and i think a lot of the dolls because i was looking at some of the dolls as you do i think they look really good for the characters that they are because mm-hmm. sometimes you see a barbie doll and you're just like that's not that's not the same character yeah but, like, a lot of the time, like, they make tweaks in the dolls, but they're good tweaks, and I, th- I like how they look. Mm-hmm. I like how they change them to be dolls. <laughs> <laughs> just cut everything I say out. <laughs> no, but that's just me ranting. <laughs> it's me ranting about the political stuff. We need balance. <laughs> we need balance. We need an avatar. <laughs> funny that's what you're here for. i don't know you're here for the funnies a luke skywalker <laughs> i don't know we're not getting into who was really the chosen one and who brought balance today unpopular opinion none of them were the chosen ones they were just saying stuff <laughs> you're the chosen one no he's not shut up the only chosen one in my mind is harrison doula that's my chosen one hey we all have our own chosen ones or as i like to call them blarbos <laughs> What is a chosen one, if not God's (laughs) blurball? What is a chosen one, if not God's pathetic little meow meow? (laughs) A chosen one is God's scrunkly scrimble blurball blimble. But yeah, okay. Anyways, sorry. Uh, Chosen ones aren't real. They're stupid and bad and dumb, and I hate them. And boop boop boop. Oh, Rayla and Reina are both like wanting to marry the prince, and I'm like, which one of you is gonna? Polyamory. Because aren't they sisters? Yeah, but there's a go. (laughs) There's a way that could work. You know, that's a polyamory. I don't know. Maybe it would be weird. Yes, Ellen, it would be it weird. Would be weird. <laughs> that would be weird. Mm-hmm, I don't know. Maybe they're just going to fight over him. Yeah, maybe they were just going to, you know, get to that. 
Um, speaking of Reyna and Rayla, they're pieces of shit at the beginning, and there's they kind actually of actually have some of the best character arcs in all of Barbie movies. <laughs> I disagree with that. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. I just felt like um, there was kind of this idea of an arc without anything happening. Like to me, it seemed like one second they didn't like her. Oh yeah. And then the journey started, and they liked her all of a sudden. You know. It's like after they've, you know, done the whole conch shell things for the mermaids and they're flying off, then Mariposa says to them, I'm glad you guys are here. You handled the mermaids much better than I would have. And they say, it was easy. They remind us of fairies we used to know. And when I watched it, I was kind of like, wait, you guys have developed? You've had character development? Yeah. I mean, like, I get, like, what I mean is that, like, the stuff happened over this journey. Yeah. It, they, 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 they. They noticed their mistakes with Alina, mm-hmm. but they didn't. They but they weren't just like, okay, how can we make these two better people? They were just like, okay, they're bad people now. Yeah, I feel like maybe if there was, I feel like um maybe during the part where like they dropped the map earlier, if there was a bit where they Rayla and Reyna get into like real life threatening danger, mm-hmm. and then Mariposa, Mariposa, you know, she could get off on her own and continue on this journey easily. But she goes back and saves them. Yeah. And they're just kind of like, why did you do that? Like, we're always so mean to you. And she's like, well, it was the right thing to do. I wasn't going to get you, d- let you die. And then maybe if there's a moment later where they, like, kind of return the favor. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Mariposa is in some real life threatening danger. And like they, with the sea beast. Yeah, and they, like, put her over themselves and they save her. And, like, there's kind of a repeat, like, why did you do that? you know you guys hate me and it's like it was the right thing to do you helped us yeah and that i think that would have worked much better and it would have been a much better arc overall yeah. or if like even the moment in the cave of reflections where they mm-hmm. have to choose to send mariposa i think they did have a sweet moment there yeah like there are a lot of sweet moments between them i do like how i like <laughs> i like what they tried to do they just didn't do it very well here's my question how big is the world of fairytopia because it's, like, I get, like, okay. How do I explain this without sounding stupid? See, on Earth, the main, the the one, the, on Earth we have humans. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, there's, there's a fun fact for you if you didn't know. On Earth we have humans. And on Fairytopia, they have loads of different kinds of fairies. You know? Yeah. So, like, I feel like it must be bigger. This sounds so stupid. It's not. <laughs> you you just really don't like yourself very much today, do you? I'm going to have to hype you up more. Go, <gasps> Ellie, go. Go, Ellie, go. I just go, feel like Ellie, go. there are so many, like, different landmarks in this world. Like, I was watching it, and, like, Alina, she went to all these big places, um, and she never went near anywhere that Mariposa and Rayla and Reyna went. Yeah. So, like, how big is this world? That Very they big. Can ha- okay. <laughs> My question has been as, answered. <laughs> as big as I need it to be to continue making more movies. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the best parts of this movie were Bibble's little, like, Bibble cuttings. interludes, yes. He, I love that so much. <laughs> he was, like... He was, oh my god, when they started, when Rayla, Reyna, and Mariposa were about to leave <laughs> Fairytopia. Yeah, 
he was just like he hid under the bed and Elena was like why are you post dancing and he went no to bye bye <laughs> yes oh my god he's just like he's protesting because he doesn't think it's a very bad idea for them to leave Flutterfield and Elena's like aren't some things worth doing even if they're scary and no <laughs> um where is and it's also when he <laughs> finds out that he didn't have to eat the yucky seaweed to be able he to breathe anywhere. He <laughs> so mad. People do to eat a flutter flute <laughs> and a baby had to eat a milky weedy room. <laughs> and it's brilliant. He's so stupid. It's brilliant. But like Alina telling Bibble a story about self-confidence, it's like, honey, yeah. It's look weird. to thy own house. Take um, your own advice. Okay, I think it's time for my little guy segment. Because we're almost for... at the part. Alan's little, little guys. guys. Woo! Okay. So, our little guy of this movie is Zinzi. Zinzi is found in... Where did I find her? The Bewilderness. The Bewilderness, yeah. So, we first see Zinzi in the Bewilderness, and she, like, throws rocks at Rayla and Reyna, and then they end up blaming each other for it. And then Marpo's like, no, guys, it wasn't... You guys just like let's keep going. We don't have time for this. And then they and then Zinzi throws a rock at Mariposa, and she's like, "Guys, I thought we were over this." And then they're like, "Oh my god, it's the little rabbit." Um. So we're introduced to Zinzi, and you know, from that moment, I knew she is one of my favorite genres of little guys, which is mischievous little guys. Um, I think this is a good time also to just um, kind of talk about some of my favorite categories of little guys not in depth just a little (laughs) bit um so we have evil little guys for example pim throwback Mm -hmm. that's a throwback we haven't talked about pim in a while still love that guy though was pim from punzel nope who was he from nutcracker nutcracker evil little guy which one was he bat oh bat yeah i'm sorry i don't Uh have all the little guys living in my head like you do a silly little guy I think it's kind of obvious who the silly little guy is. It's Bibble. Bibble's the silly little guy. Um, and we have weird little guys. For example, Wolfie. So there are three other types of little guys, just so you can have a good, clear example in your mind of what makes a silly little guy. What category does Azul fit into? Azul? I feel like it should be like a fabulous little guy. Character. Yeah, I think there's like a sassy little guy or like mm-hmm. a sleigh little guy, and like Azul and Leela are in there. Okay. Who is Leela again? Oh my god, the horse. Which Swan one? Lake. Oh yeah. Where does Penelope fit? Stupid little dum dum. <laughs> That's Penelope and Tika. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little dumb. The cringe fail little guys. Yeah. Um, anyways, so basically her favorite thing to do is throw rocks at people. She does it to she does it to skeetites. She does it to obviously Marposa, Rayla and Rayla, and it's very fun and silly and I love her. But here is one thing that really intrigues me about Zinzi. Well, number one, this brings up something else I don't think we've talked about yet, which is that like sometimes you hear a voice and you're like hmm where do I remember that and it turns out it's a My Little Pony voice which happens a lot and I know it's because like of Mattel yeah and like companies usually just like have a bunch of My Little Pony's Hasbro well I'm stupid (laughs) um but yeah I 
think it's Hotspur. I think it is, yeah. Who knows? Well, we're not looking at that right now. But, so that was something. And the second thing is, she has a butterfly necklace like Alina got at the end of the first fairy tale movie that helps <gasps> her fly. Oh my god. Did you notice that? Well, I noticed the necklace, but I didn't connect the dots. And see, this is the dots that you connect. This is why you're here. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, and Zinzi is a Miwa. That's what she is. She's called the Miwa. Yeah. Oh. Um, that's like her species. And we, she's the only Miwa we ever see. That's <laughs> only Miwa we ever see. <laughs> she's the only Miwa we ever see. So, like, we don't know if all Miwa can fly or if Zinzi got this necklace specifically for something. I need Zinzi backstory. Yeah, I need the Zinzi lore. The lore-Z. <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid. The Zinzor. The Zinzor. Um, but, yeah, I, that's, like, my... Mo- I literally did not even give her a rating. I was just so confused by that necklace. <laughs> um, 8 out of 10. Woo! Good for Zinzi. Are, is she getting a thing? 8 out of 10. Is it, are we back to fairy necklaces? I feel... Well, we could change it up from our proposal or it could stay the same because she has a fairy necklace. It's your decision. It's your, it's your section. It's your segment. Yeah, let's do butterfly necklaces again. 8 out of 10 butterfly necklaces. Thank Woo! You. I'm doing 9 out of 10. 8.5. Final answer. Woo! Um, I have nothing about the um underwater bit. I just, I didn't really care about it that much. Why do they, why are there babies sleeping by a sea monster? Because that's their mother. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> also, like, are these, like, forever babies? I don't think they're forever babies. I don't think so. So, like, they're just having... Here's a new theory. Like, their daycare is by a sea monster. That doesn't feel very safe. Maybe. Nari, Nalu, get on this. You guys are leading this shithole, right? Yeah. Um, Maybe it's, like, the sea monster, like throws up eggs and all the eggs hatch and they're babies oh that was really disgusting <laughs> i take it back the sea monster is the mother of all of mermaidia they're facades those sea babies they aren't real they don't really look like that it's a spell put on you by airwaves by little sounds in the and the walls that make you hear sounds <laughs> <laughs> this is why i cut you off sometimes <laughs> Um, so yeah, they go to the little cave. Zinzi throws her rocks, and then they meet not just any fairy, the fairy, the cave fairy, the fairy. Is it called the fairy? Yeah, she just said. I'm pretty sure she just went. I'm the fairy. Well, but it said on on the wiki she was the cave fairy. Okay, well we can say the, the cave fairy, fairy of the cave. Anyways, because I thought her name was the fairy, maybe <laughs> it's the cave fairy. I know, I was. I just kind of thought that this fairy was some type of god. Yeah, it makes sense. Because she, like, brings Mariposa. I keep wanting to call Mariposa Alina. So did I! She brings Mariposa to, like, outer space. <laughs> and then when Mariposa finds the star, the star turns into a flower. Like, I don't know, that's god stuff. So that made me question the Enchantress's role in this world even more. Because she's stupid and dum-dum. And does nothing. 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 Your sister's better than you anyway. 
Your sister's much cooler. I wish you exploded instead. <laughs> <laughs> Give the kingdom to Laverna. At least it'll, I'll be covered in like a cool green fog. Mm-hmm. Also, they just like constantly flutter their wings in this movie like i was watching it yesterday and i ended up feeling kind of sick <laughs> just well, you were not stopped. in a great place yesterday already i was not <laughs> um but yeah the wings made me look really <coughs> sick because there's like a handful of moments where they actually walk in this movie mm-hmm. they barely walk they're always flying it makes me sick <laughs> they're sick and i hate them sorry that's me okay what nothing i just i just wonder okay you just worry about me yeah yeah okay um me too i don't know what i'm saying um what else do i have i don't like how mariposa's quote-unquote outfit change Oh, it's just, it's just it's glittery. Just it's just more glitter. More, like, bigger wings, more glitter. Like, I want... Give us more. I hope she gets a gooder outfit next time. After, like, Alina's transformations as well. Yeah, she, Alina got a new outfit every single movie. No, no she didn't. Yeah, she did. Oh. Yeah, it was a new outfit every movie. No, no, she didn't. She just got the wings in the last movie. But that was one outfit for a movie. Yeah. One outfit in that movie. Next movie, she got another outfit. Next movie, she got another outfit. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, when, like, when Hannah's been found out, then there's this bit where it's like she's kind of like walking back and then she jumps off this ledge backwards and then, like, she rises up on the skizits. It's really skizots. cool. Skizites? Skizites. She rises up on the skizites and it looks really cool. That's cool. Um, skizites, though, are really ugly. Also, oh, they're so ugly. Bees. So ugly, just so these. ugly, and like, and there's just one little crab that you see in the sea, crab. and he looks Cause so it's ugly. Like, Cause it's like, oh, so these guys are the villains, so or not villains, but they're the baddies. So yeah, it makes sense for them to be. But ugly. But then you see this little crab, and you're like, oh no, they're just all ugly. They're just all ugly. They're ugly little ugly ugly uggos. All of the little guys' budget went into Zinzi, which like, and Zinzi is adorable. Zinzi's really cute. Zinzi is so cute. She's a little white bunny, and she's like pink and stuff. She's pink and white. It's great. But like, you know. Divvy up the budget a bit more. One thing, oh, this is completely different for what we <laughs> One thing that I forgot to mention the be- at the beginning is I felt like I'm confused by all the accents in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Because, like, the Queen, Prince Carlos, and Rayla and Reyna all have accents. I think it's, like, French. I just thought it was, like, foreign. Yeah. Um. So, like, it's, <laughs> but, like... So those are like four quite important people to this the, the queen and the prince. Like those are arguably the most important people in this town. And they have accents. But then Mariposa, Willa and Hannah, they don't have accents. Yeah. I think like obviously that I was just I wish it was kind of I'm happy they didn't make everyone do an accent cuz I think that would sound a little silly. I just wish there was more of a through line with yeah. that. Yeah. Like, they all, either they all or they didn't. And again, it just, was it in, um, it was in Swan Lake where there was those two little guys and I said that, like, it just <gasps> sounded like they got into the booth and it was like, do a foreign voice. Yeah, and they just, like, And they just went with stuff. it. It was the exact same. There's this moment. What? Well, it's not, um, just a moment. It's, like, the biggest part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> where... 
um, Mariposa. Oh my god, I keep wanting to say Alina. <laughs> Mariposa goes up to the queen with the antidote. You basically just have to sniff the flower. But she only like puts it up very slightly, which gave Hannah like loads of room to come in and snatch it from <laughs> her. It, this is a life or death situation. I am shoving that flower in her face. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm putting it in her mouth. I'm putting it up her nostril. Like that's this is serious. Also, Hannah says to Mariposa, you never fit in in Marabella's kingdom, but you'll fit in in mine. And I get that, you know, outside of the movie, they confirmed she was going to make everybody her fucking slave. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like in the movie, that's just another thing where I'm like, you know what? That doesn't sound so yeah. bad. Yeah. Like, I was kind of rooting for Hannah, and then I thought she was making her slaves, and I was like, well, then what do I think of her? <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Death of the author. Wasn't yeah. in the text, doesn't count. I think the bit with Mariposa and Hannah was supposed to parallel Laverna and Alina. Yeah, in the first movie. In the first movie. They want to end off the same. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and their gifts for saving the whole world is a flower crown. A flower crown. A flower crown. It's so stupid. I got so mad. So did I. I was thinking, like, they get a flower crown. Like, I... Mariposa saved the queen. Give her at least, like, a job, some money... Yeah, so she doesn't have to like, give her like, a title. She doesn't have to be a servant anymore. <sighs> Although I'm pretty sure Mariposa is the first character in these movies to have a job. Oh my god! Well, <laughs> Alina is. I think m- most people are teenagers. Yeah. So and I think Mariposa is also meant to be a teenager. So why does she have a job? Who knows? Alina's Maybe they don't have like child labor laws in Florida. Alina fields. got that peony money. <laughs> she got that peony money. <laughs> Even then, Alina's like a guardian's apprentice. Yeah. But, um, I... Okay, I'm gonna have some water before I get into this. Okay, then. Yeah. No, I get that. I've, I also... Um, last thing to say in the, until Daisy goes into a rant. Um, I liked how the little twist of Diddle's friends being the Flutter Fairies. And also... I like when Bibble said that he single-handedly saved Fairytopia three times. Yeah, it was kind of like, Bibble, you have been in life-or-death situations. Why are you worried about meeting Dizzle's friends? Mm -hmm. But also, I would probably rather be in a life-or-death situation than thrown into a situation with a group of people that I don't know. Same. And that's autism for you. Yeah. Okay. Also... When did, um, this is one last thing. Okay. When did Alina and Mariposa meet? How long is this yeah. after? Because, like, a friend of mine, because, like, we see that, um, there isn't a very big gap between, um, Fairytopia and Mermaidia. So maybe there was a longer gap yeah. between Mermaidia mm. and, um, what was it called? Magic of the Rainbow? Magic of the Rainbow. Where they met. Or maybe it was after Magic of the Rainbow where Alina met Maybe Mariposa. after Magic of the Rainbow, all the apprentices went on a tour of the world. Oh, because that would they be saved fun. it. And then they met Mariposa and she was like, hey girl, it me. They're we like, look a lot alike. Isn't that bestie. fun? And Alina was like, hey, you kind of sound like my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's the lore. Yeah. Mattel told me. But, um... I really don't understand why they didn't just make this another fairy topia movie. Oh yeah, I really do not get it. It's because they killed. Her. <laughs> I I with? have an idea. I have a I have an idea. A theory. No, I have an idea that could have been like what this movie could have been. Oh okay. So 
Maybe there was actually a third sister along with the Enchantress and Laverna <gasps> who was Mirabella. A secret triplet. Mm-hmm. And there was some kind of falling out like thousands of years ago because they all live into their thousands between Mar- specifically Marbella and the Enchantress, possibly over like how something was handled with Laverna. And we get more Laverna backstory. Yeah. And, you know, after this argument, Marbella kind of went to rule over Flutterfield. Don't know why she rules over Flutterfield. She just does, okay? She wants to. Yeah. And the Skeezites are a threat to all of Fairytopia, not just to Flutterfield. To Flutterfield. And the Enchantress is maybe able to use her magic to protect the majority of Fairytopia, but she's not powerful enough to protect all of it. Mm-hmm. And she needs to leave something out. So she puts... She kind of uses the excuse of putting the needs over the many, over the needs of the few, but it's also because she's petty about their falling uh-huh. out. And, like, she cordons off the rest of Fairytopia from Flutterfield. So then Marbella is left to, like, fight against the Skeezites from Flutterfield all on her own, and they lead, like, this fairy resistance against the Skeezites, and it's fun and great. And, you know, Would Mariposa still be the main character? No. Or would it be Alina? Okay. Yeah. And then we skip, like... You know, the thousands of years later, enough time for everybody to forget about Flutterfield and the Skeezites and all of that. And, you know, we find Alina after the last movie. Maybe she's, like, interning for the Enchantress, mm-hmm. kind of furthering her role as Azura's apprentice. Yeah. And, you know, Mar- Marabella manages to get a message through to the Enchantress saying, you know, we're reaching the end of our tether here. It's bad. Yeah. Please, we need help. And... Alina, who is obviously joined by Bibble, Bibble has joined her to be an apprentice or something, they overhear the message, or maybe they're the ones who even receive it, and they kind of confront the Enchantress about this, and learn more about what happened with Laverna and Mirabella when they were young, but the Enchantress still refuses to go and help Flutterfield, and again, she's like, I need to put the needs of the many over the needs of the few, but really, it's because she's petty. So Alina and Bibble, of course, joined by Dandelion, she actually gets to be in a fucking movie, disobey orders, and they go and help Flutterfield, and they join the resistance against the Skeezites, and they meet Mariposa and Carlos and all of them. And it's about Alina coming into her own kind of outside of mainstream fairytopia and learning that this system that she tried so hard to her whole life to live up to and the system's leader... It's broken. It's incredibly flawed, and this isn't her fault. And she finally gets some fucking self-confidence. Yeah. So that is my idea for what they should have done for this movie. Mic drop. Boom. You don't have anything to drop like a mic. Drop this like a mic. Boom. <laughs> Yay. Woo. Do you like my idea? I think it's a good idea, yeah. I think it's a great idea. I think it's great. I think you should take over Mattel. Woo! I do so good. And also um, bring back a graph hat, please. Of course I would. That would be the top that's of the already, list. That's already planned. That's already the plan. I would love to share some details of our planned ever after hat. But you guys can't steal it. But I don't want anybody to steal it from us. Nobody can steal it from us. Spoiler alert, there are gay people. Obviously, there are, <laughs> there are already gay people. There are already gay people. I've been thinking people. of a way to, fe- to fit Peter Pan and Wendy into it. <gasps> because I watched this video yesterday the other day about, like, um, kind of the queer origins of Peter Pan and how the first actress to ever portray Peter was a lesbian. And I just... That's slay. Ideas. Ideas have been had. <laughs> yes. I will put it in... I will be putting it into my Word document. Our Word document. Um, What do you think of Carlos? Carlos, see, I didn't really see him as a love interest. Yeah, he spends more time with Willa. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, even though I liked um, Willa and Mariposa together, I also liked Mariposa with, what are their names? 
Rila and Reina. Yeah. Because, like, there's some development there, so that would have been cute. So, like, you know. Maybe Carlos and Willow could have a thing. Yeah, maybe Carlos and Willow could have a thing. Or maybe, you know, it's a polycule. Yep. They pull an Empire's SMP fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get everyone involved. Woo! Including, like, Alina and Glee and... And, <laughs> and Nori and, and Nalu. And just everybody's there. Everybody. <sighs> polyamory solves so many of the It issues. really does. And honestly, all the best ships are polyamorous. Yeah. I would say that's a hot take because it is, but it's true. It's true. I mean, you are a pretty major Sasha and RC shipper. Yeah, and also it's easy. <laughs> it's fun. No more shipping wars. Everybody's just together. Yeah. So, yeah, that's this movie. What do you think of it? I think it, I liked it. It gave me lots to think about, which, again, I like it when uh, do a movie I, gives me lots to think about. Do I wish they just made another Fairytopia movie and fleshed out the world from Alina's eyes a bit more? Yes. Do I wish we got another Fairytopia movie with Alina getting some fucking self-confidence? Yes. yes. But, like, I liked it. I think it was oh. cool. And also, I get to, I thought I would never get to do this again, but I get to update my Fairytopia lore. Yay! So, it, we have some more in the, some more species in, like, the humanoid species category. There are Flutter, or Butterfly Fairies, and Flutter Pixies. In the talking animals category, we have the skizites, the flying monsters who like to eat flutter fairies. I don't get why they just don't eat all fairies and like fly off to another part of fairytopia. Like, what what is it about specifically flutter fairies that like gives you the nice that gives you the nice crunch? Crunch. I don't know. Maybe they're just bones. <laughs> Sorry. playing pokemon when she was here this weekend <laughs> she got a lechonk and she <laughs> she got a lechonk and she kept on saying lechonk lechonk le 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 it was great it was fun <laughs> anyway what are the flying bunnies called um oh my god wait because i just put flying bunnies but you said they have an actual name um a w something somewhere a wee <laughs> was it just a wee a me yeah, so in the talking animals category, there are skizites and miwas. 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 Whatever. And in the non-talking animals category, there are sea monsters and crabs. Crabs! <laughs> they're little crabs! And they're awful! <laughs> so yeah, that is this movie done. And next time... We are, which will probably be released we are, in like two days because we, we are in crunch time. We are reviewing one of my, I'm, I'm being very serious when I say this, one of my all-time favorite movies. Not just Barbie movies, <laughs> favorite movies of all time. And that's a very prestigious list. Yeah. It's up there with like Beauty and the Beast. In the Heights. In the Heights. West Side Story. West Side Story. What else is up there? Um, a lot of Audrey Hepburn movies. Mm-hmm. That's it. I told you that's a great movie. That's, a, that's also a great one, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we will see you next time. Oh, I'm so hyped. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You're waving. I like waving. Okay. I'm reclaiming the wave. Woo. Bye-bye. <laughs>